Welcome to Karma San Diego Podcast, where we talk all things San Diego awareness, activism, and ourselves. <laughs> My name is Kelly, and I'm Adriana, and we want to give you a warm welcome to our show. Sit back, relax, and grab yourself a creature comfort, and we'll do the same. Golly. That's my new phrase. Golly. I'm sure it'll stick by the end of this episode. <laughs> I'll be going home. Golly. I'm trying really hard not to cuss all the time because at the farmer's market. Are you the... noticing visceral reactions when you cuss? Yeah. People are kind of like, oh, I have that she says F words a lot. And I drop them often. And I try not to around like children. <laughs> but I say it so much that I'm like, man, I should really. Take it back. Have some options. Yeah. I, I feel that. I literally screamed, fuck your cat <laughs> this morning. And the chick looked at me like, oh. And I thought like, I'm just kidding. I was just being funny. But also, fuck your cat. But also, <laughs> fuck your cat, But dude. like, fuck all the cats. I mean, I love my cat, but like, fuck her sometimes. Yeah. She woke me up at 5 a.m. this morning. See, to me, that's a tame sentence. Fuck your cat. I'm into it. 5 a.m. is a little rough. It's egregious. It's gregorious. <laughs> It's all of the us. Do you feel like you're talking to an older, astute, 30-year-old woman right now? Honestly, I didn't even recognize you. <laughs> Who is this bitch? Do you have the best birthday? Oh, my God. I had the best birthday. I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy. I wrote down to tell you I went and turned 30. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what an excellent note. I do have a question, though. Yes. So, last episode... Th- <laughs> I hear a mouse. Maybe it's a squeak. Maybe it's a toy. Maybe I don't it's know. The ghost from episode seventeen. It's probably the ghost that opened the door in the <laughs> wow. middle of our conversation earlier. And you were literally saying like new possibilities, and, and then, then the, the door's door's like, like <sighs> Gracie. Whoa. So last episode, <laughs> the door just opened. The door literally just opened, just opened. again. <laughs> oh my god! The ghost he is here again. Damn. You said you had a ghost story to tell us, and then you didn't tell a ghost story. So I literally first note of oh the gosh. of the I class. I know exactly what it was, and I didn't tell you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. So, um, to get into our house, we have like a six foot ish wooden gate, and the latch is like at the very top. So you like you have to, you have be to an reach. Adult. Yeah. You have yeah. to like, reach up and unlock it. And so, dog owners and gate owners alike you might know that when the water is making the wood swell and if you don't push it to latch all the way or if you don't take it the expands clicker, it, yeah so this gate does give us trouble all the time so sometimes we'll kick it shut and it'll shut because the gate is stuck on the concrete and that'll do mm-hmm. but it's not actually like in the latch gotcha okay so the date the gate was shut and i was Josh and I were walking up to the gate, and I was reaching my hand up to pull the gate open from the top. Okay. But the latch was... From the outside or the inside of your house? So I'm inside my house, and the latch is on our side, and it's not latched. And I reach my hand up to grab it and pull it all the way open, and it slams shut and latches. On its own? As if the force of my hand reaching for it slam the door shut Whoa. and josh and i both were like oh hi i'm sorry because we thought that it was an Someone. amazon package because sometimes people like you know open our gate or should i leave it outside the gate and right right we literally thought there was a person on the other side and we 
opened it and there was no one there, no package, no wind. My arm, my my arm, my arm is racing. My heart is racing. <laughs> and the door, j- and I looked at Josh and I was like, "Did you see that?" And he's like, "Yeah, I fucking saw that." And we said nothing and just got in the car. That's scary. It was, and then we just had the door literally open right now while we've been talking. So that's crazy yeah. Doors too. have been like opening on it us. It was like the force. It felt like my hand Matilda it shut, but we wanted to leave and someone was locking us in. Wild. It was a really weird, and the gate like kind of couldn't close on its own without being pushed because it was already caught on like the concrete. Right, right. It was already faux shut interest it was like laying on the latch kind of someone was trying to keep you in for real dude. for a hot min and it was i think it was right before i came over here and i was like we were still sp- we were spooked for a little bit whoa like that was super real that's like, why we both looked at each other and we're like oh yeah we're not the only people on this planet sometimes you forget you get no spooky dukes for a long time you just forget that you're this like teeny tiny horton hears a who on a flower petal in the middle of narnia like you forget yeah we're just a speckle in the universe (laughs) like a literal piece of glitter just on the earth like we are nothing we are literally nothing you know what i've been noticing lately and i it might be because I have a disease. Who knows? Um, I've been hearing, like, wind blowing in my mm. ears. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I'm laying in bed and I'm, like, trying to go to sleep, I feel like someone's blowing, like, on my ear. Wild. And it's been happening recently. I've noticed it, like, three times in the past, like, month or two. Well, I naturally want to say it's a ghost. Same. <sighs> yeah, being racing like- your head. But then maybe I could we'll have check an on ear your allergies. Infection. Yeah, <laughs> I could. I mean, my allergies are okay. You did just get a new inhaler, so maybe next month it'll go away. Yeah, we'll see. I'll get big guys posted. <laughs> Thanks for following up. You're I welcome. was really excited to tell you about that. We said every time we have a ghost story, we'll share it. Yeah, immediately. And as as you're sharing a ghost story, another ghost just pops in the room that and is like, "Don't forget about me." Don't forget about it. I'm it's so still funny. Here. Thank you for my coffee. You're you got me today. You're so welcome. I drove to Dark Horse. We love them. We love a Dark Horse. Did you get the Val? Girl, I ordered what <laughs> I order at Bird Rock there. <laughs> I walked up and I said, my Bird Rock order. And they're like, I don't know what that is. And we don't have that. I felt like. What is it? The honeybee? Oh, is that what you ordered? Sandpiper. Oh, the Sandpiper. I ordered the Sandpiper. And their drink is called like. Salted maple. <laughs> Yo, that sounds fire. Which is fuck. amazing. I don't even know what I was thinking. I just felt like a douche. You know when you go to Starbucks and like, you mean venti? You're like, just give me a fucking large, bitch. Just, I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed. And I just walk up knowing like I want what I want. I don't know. I think but it's because we, we're creatures of habit. Like that's your spot. It is. Bird rock, you know? Yeah. So it's like, that's your spot. That's what you order. And then you forget that. That's Dark Horse doesn't have the sandpiper. Oh, man. And they're so similar in the sense that they're dank and they're really, Both really of good. those places have fantastic coffee. And oat milk. Oat milk. We love oat milk. We do. So I got us two oat milk salted maple uh, lattes, and they had a four-shot option. Ooh, and doggy. I decided that I didn't want to make you poop. So <laughs> I, I mean, bought us the two for now. I mean, we can bring Jake into this conversation. True. We love a good True. poop. Also... <laughs> Add seven extra dollars to the order, so we're yeah, that's getting twelve. Egregious. That's Gregorious. That's very Gregorious. Um, oh I have a great housekeeping. Gosh. Please hit me. So, um, I went to my parents' house over the weekend and went through my VHS collection. Oh, oh, I shit. do not have the OG Little Mermaid boner movie. Damn. Let me tell you why. Oh no. 
back in the 90s, my parents' house got broken into, and they stole our VCR. And, and they stole the inside of the VCR VHS. was the Little Mermaid, so they got rid of the case because I didn't have the movie anymore. They literally stole the Little Mermaid out of with the yes. Blair. Yes, people are fucked up. Yeah, and we had bars on our windows back in that like that house back in the day. Damn, and they still broke in. They probably. Bent a bar or some shit. I don't People breaking know. into places is something else. Yeah. We were just talking about it, and my dad was like, I guarantee you it was our sketchy neighbors. And I was like, Whoa. Just tracking when they're you're not home. Mm-hmm. Isn't that, Isn't that a whole weird? Different world, sketchy ass people. Mm-hmm. Perfect segue into our show. Let's get high. We love a sketchy guy. We okay. love a sketchy guy. We're sketchy sometimes. <laughs> but we're the right kind of sketchy. Yeah, we're like the sketchy people digging through your dumpster for like treasures. Not, not like, like sketchy. Sketchers. We're gonna <laughs> sketchy. <laughs> wearing sketchers. <laughs> <laughs> not like sketchy. We're going to fucking steal from you. Steal from you. So, Never ever. So no, no. before we get into the sketchiness, <laughs> um, I got us some dope little pre-rolls from Claiborne. We love Claiborne. They do those power packs that I love and and am obsessed with. Oh, shit. These are made with flour and keep. We got keep to sneak in the house. Um, So these are called flyers. It's like a little two-pack. Oh, shit. 26% THC. Um, We're going to die. We might die. XJ13 Sativa. We about to get real high. No wonder it's called a flyer. XJ? XJ-13. Extra juicy? Extra. What did that stand for? Extra wow. freaky. They're little half grams, so you get a full gram. They're 15 bucks. So that's actually not bad. No. For two guys. No, it's not. That's not bad at all. Especially when they're about to smack us across the face with a keef stick. It's a nice up. What's up? Well, I got you a lighter nice. and I got me a matchbook. <laughs> Classy, because you're a mob wife. Oh yeah, this you guys should see my outfit. Luxurious. She's wearing like a puffer, a proper fluffy puffer, and it's not just like animal print. It's like pink cheetah, and she just mob wife lit many joints on fire. <laughs> my Waf- wafting it around. You look like Corella Deville. That was the goal. In an excellent way. (coughs) So Kendra and I went thrifting yesterday after I made her work for me in my sweatshop (laughs) for three hours. Um, She was like, can I take a break? And I was like, no, you need to finish what you're doing. And then you can have a break. (laughs) And I made her a coffee and a piece of toast. And I was like, get back to work. (laughs) I wish I was making this up. This all really happened. (laughs) All real. (laughs) It really happened. And afterwards, I graciously took her to the thrift store and can I please have a crumb? <laughs> please, sir, take me to the thrift. <laughs> and we um, we're just like shopping around, you know, farting around, doing our thing. And I saw this sweater jacket thing that I'm wearing currently, and I was like, man, this thing's cute. And I walked past it, and I didn't try it on or anything. I was like, God, I'm, I don't need this. This is egregious. And then we went back into the clothing section, and I was like. Okay. I can't live without this. Kendra, what do you think of this jacket? And she goes, if you don't buy it, I'm buying it. And I was like, fuck, I'm buying it then. <laughs> That's how you know you want something if someone else is going to buy it right then and there. Mm-hmm. I think it's a trick Kendra uses, and she's not even going to buy it. She just says it, so you're like, fuck it. Yeah. Buy it. She's, like, totally the instigator when it comes to me spending money. 
But it's not like we're spending trillions. We're spending like, I I think I spent like $12 yesterday. Y'all thrift so different, but so the same. Mm -hmm. I always get a lot of jet. I can't even go in unless I'm spending. Like, I literally want to go to a thrift store right after we're done here, and I can't because my car's too full. And I know I can't go in there and get like a little thing. I'm going to walk in there and be like, look at this. See, I I go to the thrift, like, I don't know three days a week and I'm there because I go for very specific items I'm constantly looking for I need this dish yeah I'm like I'm looking for the Pyrex dishes that and I we collect. came home with a chair <laughs> yeah I mean we I mean I came home with a large not. painted tiger last time we went for nothing all right I guess we got problems I have pro- we came home with a lamp <laughs> that's a nice lamp that's a real, we had room for it it's a sexy lamp. It's a sexy Truly, lamp. I will forever make room for more lamps. I will carry a lamp in my lap driving around the lampshade. Yeah, that's fantastic. No problem. This was going to happen forever. This so is great. Tell me about uh, some freaky things. I have so many things some to tell you Some sketchy guys. About. Some, tell me about some sketchy guys. Well, today's theme for our episode is Poshmark. I love Poshmark. We love a posh. I, you, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to start. Well, you know, we both started poshing a few years ago. And it was, I did it because you started doing it. So yes. this was probably like, what, five-ish years yes. ago? Yes. And we've always been into selling our clothes because of Buffalo Exchange and all of these things. And, yes. you know, Buffalo's great and all but they only take very specific items and they give you two pennies for it so we felt that we could do more with our clothes it's not like we wear like lame shit so we knew that they were worth more than what buffalo was giving to us so when you told me about poshmark i was like well shit this is such a great way to generate a little bit of extra income and i did it for like six months and it helped me buy a ticket to costa rica Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that Poshmark can be something for whatever you need it to be. Mm-hmm. And I did, when I was going back and reflecting exactly the way that you are, like, where the hell did we start? Mm-hmm. My intention behind Poshmark has shifted drastically from what I used to do five years ago and what I do today yeah. and what I'll do next mm-hmm. year. And so... It's definitely changed your your store. For sure. Well, in the so I'll take you back to October 2015, which Ooh. is the date I opened. I went back and looked at my posh anniversary. So I've been doing it for five years and two months. Mm. And I was in college at the time, and I was a uh, gluttonous hoa. And I had come from seven to eight years of retail uh 60 to 70 pairs of shoes, really into makeup, um, tons of clothes, like a full closet plus a dresser, plus a full hamper, always worth of clothes, just to paint a picture. Um, And a lot of the things I had, I had kind of guilt bought or it still had tags or I bought it because I thought it would fit um, and definitely had more of a shopping like problem. Mm. This is also the same year that the minimalist like documentary came out and I love their website and their essays and their books and their everything. And that had called to me. So lo and behold, taking on a little tangent here, I was in a class, a really whack class in college. And if this divine relationship wouldn't have happened, 
this class would be even whacker. And it was called Communicating Whiteness. Mm. And it was about something I'm very interested in in 2014 and 15, which is whiteness and how it affects everything. Here's the problem. It was a white woman teaching the class. Mm. And she started... I remember this. Me telling you. She started the class saying... Hi, my name is so-and-so, and I am teaching communicating whiteness because I have black kids. Interesting. And the way that the whole thing is set up was that's, it's that's so weird. it was so ego-driven. It Very was so, so um not well received. And I didn't have the language for it. And then 2020 really gave me my um toolbox for how to be a better ally to the black community. Mm-hmm. And that whiteness class wasn't it. Like I think that you, to elevate black voices and to communicate whiteness properly, perhaps you should hire like a black <laughs> teacher professor. Yes. Or <laughs> have you ever heard? Um, there's like this one viral video that was going around of this like nasty white woman who is like, "My husband's black, so I'm not racist," and it's like that doesn't excuse you from the whiteness that all white people suffer from. Mm-hmm. So there can't be like, well. I know more about whiteness than you because of this. It's like, no, bitch, you're still white. Yeah. You still have a different upbringing, a different life. You are treated completely different than your black spouse. It was a terrible class, too. Like, it was, she was just not a good woman in general. It was, like, very annoying. I didn't learn anything. I remember even talking through class with my friend that I sat next to. just, like, over it. Which I rarely do because that's disrespectful. And I remember thinking, I'm paying like $1,000 to take this class for my degree or did the math for it. And she was, it felt like a class all about her and how hard her life was because her kids were black, but her, it was the weirdest. I hate that. It was the strangest thing. I hope. That makes me really uncomfortable. They've hired someone else. Was, I hope so. I hope that class is just not available. It should be called perpetuating whiteness. That's good. Instead. So anyway. We need to call your school stat. For real. So let me take us back to what we were actually talking about, which was the chick I met. <laughs> I actually, I went to, it was a chick I knew from elementary school and I ended up being in class with oh, her. Oh, wow. And she was a poshaholic, dude. She was making bank and she was saving up for our I remember it was like this beautiful purse she really wanted and she said as soon as I sell this much on Poshmark and it's in your Posh account I'm gonna buy it and so she was selling old shit to save up for a thing and I remember wanting to pay off debt I had too much stuff and I had attachment on making money back on it which is what we just started talking about and I believe that that is a huge aspect of Poshmark that's amazing but my greatest advice that I would want to give, like my literal first piece of advice for a Poshmark seller is also to not be attached to how much you paid for it. Yeah. And take what you can get yep. and let it go mm-hmm. and loosen be- up a little bit. Just because your Michael Kors bag costs you $300, guess what? Your People are going to offer you 15 yeah. bucks for it yeah. and you're going to take it. Yeah. And you're going to like it. Yep. <laughs> you're going to fucking take it. And if you don't take it. It's just going to sit in your closet. You listed it for sale to sell it, and someone offered you money for it, and you're saying no. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a personal problem. Mm-hmm. And those are the life lessons you learn with Poshmark. I think it's an incredible thing to do. Like, It is funny to see the types of bids that people do put out, you know? Dude. When you're like, okay, people know that these are name brand jeans. People know that these are really nice shoes. These shoes cost $280. Why are you offering me 15 bucks? Like, that is... 
it's really silly because everybody wants everything for free. We have this weird culture now. Uh, my parents and I talk about this a lot. Me and Justin talk about this a lot. Yes. People want everything for free, for free, and they expect it. They do. Because corporations have created this BOGO, buy two, get one free, buy one, get one 50% off because they make so much. Their profit margin is so exponential compared to small businesses that they can afford to give you something 50% off year round. They can afford to do that plus the coupon, plus plus this online code, plus yada, yada, yada. And it still is generating income for them. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yes. So now as a society, we have established in our brains that we deserve this for free i deserve this for free or i deserve this for cheaper because i already bought two other things in your store i already bought two of your items what deals can you give me no fucking deals i made all this shit you want a deal come work with me you want a deal <laughs> you mob wife over there hey you want a deal <laughs> i need my nails start click clacking up in here click clack i'm taking it all in i'm getting tangity exhaling it's because I literally, you know, I knew we were going to have this conversation, like, I knew we were going to be talking about Poshmark today, but I was having these conversations about the, um, the way corporations, you know, serve us this yes. buy one, get one, blah, 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 blah shit, because as a small business owner, people constantly ask me, like, if I buy more stuff, will I get more deals? And I'm <laughs> like, dog. No. People have a sickness. It's wild. A materialistic sickness. It's wild. I'm like, it's no. Gnarly. I didn't get a deal when I worked for 10 hours in the kitchen. Well, like, <laughs> no, for real. Like, for real. Fuck, man. Meanwhile, I'm still trying not to be mad about that <coughs> professor at school. Oh, my I'm still God. trying to let her Five go. years later. <laughs> no, seriously, that SpongeBob <laughs> dot, dot, dot is going to haunt me forever. I just. <laughs> Clearly, I'm stuck. I'm like a my feet are stuck in. Caramel. I'll pull. I'll pull you out of pull that. Pull me hole. out of that maple. I'll get you out of that there. maple scissor. Mm. I just feel like there really was an opportunity for some learning and some growth. Well, I think that <laughs> being honestly being in that class and now five years later recognizing that ev- that it's, that class was it's bullshit. Yes, you grew totally so you've already done exactly what you wanted like you've already done those things you've recognized that that class was useless that lady wasn't anything but perpetuating uh woe is me on herself because she has black children like you you're now recognizing that that lady kind of sucks and i remember not liking her and not really knowing why and then yeah i'm older so now you've learned too i'm like what was this weird ego class that I was a part of? And does that school even know what she's talking about? Because I Probably think it not. made, I think it made racism worse. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. So anyway, thank God I learned how to Poshmark <laughs> in the back row. <laughs> she got off. I remember she went off on some story about like, um, being at the dentist and I literally rolled my eyes and was just like, okay, like I'm going to, this lady sucks. I'm going to start selling shit on Poshmark. Like while you're talking in front of your face, because you don't respect my time. And I'm not going to respect yours. I just made a sale. (laughs) But for real, she like was eating trick cereal and cracked a tooth. I'm like, I'm weak. <laughs> anyway. Tricks, doesn't it get soggy in the milk? <laughs> yeah. How do you chip a tooth on sog? What if she's one of those people that doesn't use milk? Don't even fucking get me started. <laughs> 
Just okay. continue with the Bosch mark so before I get back. mad. <laughs> Go back to the Bosch. Um, I wanted to eradicate some debt and get rid of like some excess. And I was also donating a ton of my clothes, like mm-hmm. a motherfucker to Goodwill and Salvation Army. And that I, was the I year like you didn't both. shop. I literally did not shop for a year, for yeah. 12 months. Mm-hmm. I told myself, like, I was not allowed. And so what that meant, what for me, was not going to those stores at all anymore. And it was a huge breakup, and it was really fucking hard. And when I look back on it now, I'm, like, I'm even embarrassed to talk about it. But, but it's, it's also real. a great habit to break. Dude, I was I would spend $200 in Target, like, once a week. Oh, yeah, Just same. cutsing around, same. doing a bunch of nothing. For no fucking reason. For no reason. So I literally quit going into the stores. Yeah. It was... I remember there would be days and I'd sit there and I'm like, what the fuck do I do? Mm-hmm. Like, in the sense of, I used to do this all the time. I used time. to just spend my money. I would just get a coffee and a cart and walk around Target for, mm-hmm. like, ever. Mm-hmm. And so I had to let all those things go. And I had money goals and other things, too, I wanted to accomplish. So um, that was my intention when I started with Poshmark. And now my intention's a little bit different like in the sense that I'm not selling my own clothes I'm selling eco-friendly so like well yeah I'm selling a bunch of our old stuff too but I guess my my thought behind it is I could donate it to Goodwill and I don't know what's going to happen to it they could throw it out because it does have a stain or a hole but half the time I fix it I repair it I list it dirt cheap but I know that someone's gonna want it yeah that's the one thing I you kind of control you're controlling the outcome of your of your clothes yes rather that's the part i enjoy is like i could donate these three empty glass jars to goodwill or leave them in the alley or and i do those things sometimes Mm -hmm. i was like but if i list them for four dollars or as free with purchase on this website and take that few extra seconds I know that, like, I'm helping the planet by making sure this is going to someone that wants yeah. it. And maybe somebody was, like, actively searching for something yes, that you had specific. listed. And they saw it, and they're like, oh, fuck, this is a free with purchase? Tight. I'll yes. buy this tank top. Yep. So totally. I love that you your store that. is so unique. I'm not big on poshing like I used to be. It's very, very time-consuming. You need to get into the fact that this is a 40-hour yes. work week job. Yes. When I did this, I, I, for a living. I literally <laughs> texted Kelly when I first started my, my thing, and I was like, bro, I've been taking pictures of clothes for, like, hours. Like, hours. Yeah. Because the thing is, is when, you, when yeah. you are online, you want to see the – What's wrong? Any discrepancies, especially when you're buying used clothes, used shoes, bags, whatever the fuck. So it's like if you get one blurry kind of like whatever picture, you're like, I don't really know. Does the zipper work? Like, I don't know. That handle kind of looks like fucked up. Like, you want to take in detail, in-depth photos. So you're there, you know, taking 15 photos of a shirt. Yes. Because I'm like, you got to list all the problems. Mm -hmm. That's the one thing is... People don't mind buying things with problems. They just want to know that they're there. Yeah. So I literally write used condition, priced to sell, thrift store prices, shows signs of wear. Yeah. You're doing garage sale prices. Let's remind everybody that thrift stores are expensive as shit now. That's correct. I actually have a thrift store story for you. That is such a good um, parallel as garage store prices. So there's like, of course, like 10,000 different kinds of people I could bitch about right now on Poshmark (laughs) that I deal with because it's straight up customer service. Um, but by and large, I find it really fulfilling that whenever I'm done with something, I just take a picture of it when I'm wearing it or on the hanger. I get to list it and sell it and say goodbye to it. And I don't know. I, 
I just feel better. I think that it's kind of rewarding, and um, I think it gives you a little bit of life. You know that it's going to a good home. Yeah. You almost get a chance to communicate with these people. Totally. And By and large, the experience is so cool. Yeah. I bought all of my holiday presents for myself and for others on Poshmark this year. That's really cool. So I thought I I would tell you about that. So I bought myself birthday presents this year. Who doesn't buy themselves birthday presents? I mean, I buy myself presents daily. That's amazing. I mean, do you see what I'm wearing? Do you see your lavish outfit? (laughs) Treat yourself as every day in my house. Oh, my God. (laughs) I really don't buy myself presents. Um as much as I used to, or it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. I also gather a lot of things. Yeah. I mean, sometimes my present is the headboard I found in the alley. Correct. You know what I mean? You know what? We're reframing what present means. Yeah. But I, so I wanted a mancala board. Do you remember? You have been looking for one. So I bought one on Poshmark. That's a nice So I shopped and I liked like 10 or 15 mancala boards that were on there. And then I looked through this chick's closet and I bundled it with a yellow dress because it made it cheaper. And... It was amazing. We played it on my birthday. And then... Do you have the beads? Or the... What are they? The stones? The marbles. It mm-hmm. came in a full, like, the game box. Tight. And then I also have, like, my favorite author is Haruki Murakami. And there are four of his novels that I haven't read yet. And I wanted them for my birthday because I like doing a book with a birthday trip. And this, this bitch on Poshmark, she had all four of his books... That I haven't read, which is kind of rare. Like most people have the classic ones I've already read. Mm -hmm. So she put together a bundle for me. I didn't even talk to her or anything. And she put together a bundle of all four of the books that I wanted and sent me an offer that was cheaper than I had all four in my Amazon cart to see how much they go for. Mm -hmm. So everything I price checked in Amazon and I bought it on Poshmark. Sick. And knowing that I did it that way was so tight. So I, and this chick didn't even know that they were for my birthday and she wrapped them for him. She wrapped them in paper. Oh my God. They were gift wrapped. What a sweetie. Like birthday like paper. Oh my God. And I got to, and they came on my birthday and I got to like open a box of books and then I got the Mancala board. The other thing on Poshmark, I bought myself a new wallet because my favorite wallet broke. I know. And this wallet came, and she didn't disclose that, that the... this one is broke. Golly. So um, those are the annoying parts of Poshmark is. Not everyone's as communicative as or you thorough. are. Like, or I clearly wouldn't have bought. Oh, some people are Or do you think that they're shady or sketchy because that they didn't enclose that information? Or some disclose? people are. I would say that the reason why she no longer uses this wall is because this thing broke mm-hmm. i'll show it to you and she listed it to sale and didn't take a picture of the broken part Itch. and a lot of people will buy things broken that's the thing is i bought oh i just bought a wallet that was broken in the same place that the wallet i needed to replace before broken in that size wallet. yeah like, that's annoying i would not have done that yeah so but poshmark has your back so did you file a claim yes and what happens is if it's under like I think 15 or $20 and it's just one item. Like they just refund both of you. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. So like they handle each case a little different, but most of the time, if like, if I say you didn't tell me that this was broken, has a stain or has a hole, then they will refund the buyer. Okay. And I only, it was a $7 wallet. Mm -hmm. It was like a leather wallet and it was really nice. So, but that's still really frustrating. Like, and I understand the argument like, Oh, it was $7. Would you expect it's thrift store prices? And it's like, no, I agree with that. The wear and tear yeah, but at a thrift store, to be shown at a thrift store. You can see the wear and tear. <laughs> yeah, you can inspect 
the purse. You can inspect it so you can see that it's a $2 purse, but you can tell that the seams are coming loose or whatever. Like, the fact that she didn't disclose that information is very shady to me, in my opinion. That that particular one was very shady. Okay. So then the other thing is that I have been accused of being shady. Which is something else I want to bitch about. I'm... She's lit. lit. She is because yes. that's some fucking bullshit. You are the most honest person I have I ever be, met. And if I ever miss something, it would be oversight. Like I yeah. made a mistake. Yeah, because you literally are like stain on right nipple side. Yes, there is a tear on the left bottom. It, I'll name it. Shirtless oh yeah, stains. The title of the item. Yeah, I had a jacket. Oh my god, it was a Nebraska Huskers men's extra large zip up hoodie. And the zipper was broken. And I named it Jacket with Broken Zipper. <laughs> I had three it's like pictures of the, title. the broken zipper. And he, okay, so this guy bought it immediately. And the first, like, he just clicked bought, didn't just fucking bam, sale. And the first thing I thought is he didn't read it because mm-hmm. he's dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll, leave, I'll leave that there. I love it. And let it simmer. You can't complain. And get a refund on something that explicitly states that. Absolutely. So he knows that. So what does he do? He gives me a one-star review. And in the comments, he writes, got this jacket in the mail and the zipper is completely broken. <laughs> and I wrote back, hi. You know, like positive. Like, mm-hmm. you, and people hey. can't see your Yelp responses. And I wish that they could to see who I am and how I handle mm-hmm. customer issues. But I wrote back, like, please consider reading the listing that you bought before buying it and considering that your oversight has nothing to do with me, the quality of me as a seller, the fact that I shipped it day of and you got it for four dollars four dollars a four dollar jacket people don't fucking read people don't fucking read like ever ever and it drives me wild and i he was in of course we're text fighting i get in text fights with poshmark people (laughs) and then i block them and it's just a salt. I can't like undo the salty. Like, it is salty. It's salty. I had another bitch. You ready for one more? I can't yeah. stop this. Hoe. Did this bitch also hoe. not read? This hoe. This, <laughs> this hoe. This hoe. This hoe. Okay. Um, Here we go. There's some backup to this story. Okay. So we're gonna back it up a little bit. People are obsessed with shoes. Yes. And a lot of creepy people ask you for pictures of feet. Your feet. Yes. I'll take pictures for you if you'd like. If that's your size, right? Mm-hmm. If it's a 10, I will model the shoe for yeah. you. But I, ha- what happens is I sell size 5 and 6 women's sandals, and creepy men want to see tiny baby feet in Gross. these shoes. I-, I don't have that size foot. So people will write back, like, hi, can you model? And I always, look at this spidey. Ooh. And people will be like, can that's you model? Done. And I'll write back, I'm so sorry, I can't. And some people get really angry. They'll be like, why not? I had one person be like, well, then whose shoes are they? And it's like, whoa, dog, my husband's. Like, <laughs> you know, or like, <laughs> yikes. Don't worry about it. Yeah, and so. It's not like I found him in a fucking dumpster, totally. guy. People think, like, the weird, the weirdest thing. Like, they want to know the story of the sh- I don't know. You should start creating your descriptions. You should just create a crazy narratives for I every item. I need to get, a, like, a voice. A ghost writer? Yes. <laughs> 
Fuck. I'm now hiring an intern to write um, Gregorious stories. So, about if my you items. guys didn't know, we're looking for an intern for the show, and now currently for Kelly's posh. So, we're gonna need two interns or one multifaceted <laughs> human being to handle this Karen. DM us the code word. <laughs> code word. Teeny teeny tiny food. <laughs> so. Then we're gonna segue a little more. Okay, so I sell shoes, and it's a weird, it's a weird niche. <coughs> the shoes, the, I like it gets it. real weird there. Comma, I'm in defeat. Yes. So I won't disclose her name, but I have a friend, a very dear friend. Love this. That we all know and love very well, and she's got a weird foot that we love. We love a weird foot. And we exchange pictures of our feet with one another. This is a dirty dark secret, you guys. So I, I already have, knew the secret. Yeah, so but Adrian knows this. But I have I actually have um I have pictures of her feet hanging up. I'm like yep. five or six of them. And yep. vice versa. We mm-hmm. said okay. So I would You like, guys have a weird foot thing. What's because... the point of me saying all this? I'm just gonna say I know what her foot looks like and I know what size it is. Okay. I think I I think I know what size foot she has. I think I know that foot better than any foot in the world. Yeah. Okay. I think we have the same foot size. Comma. (laughs) (laughs) This is a nice sentence. I went to her residence and she gave me a bunch of her shoes to sell that she had worn for many moons. They're all very used and fit her foot. And Mm -hmm. she she wore them on her foot and walked around in them. So they've morphed into her her foot. It is her foot of which Mm -hmm. she's worn. (laughs) And we all know what size shoe she is. Uh Uh-huh. And she ordered... Shoes that came in the mail, and I was putting shoes on her feet, Cinderella style. I'm I have never known a foot better, bitch. I love. I this. have touched this foot. I have put shoes on this foot. <laughs> I have sold the shoes that have been on this foot. I have a shrine of this foot, dude. Like I request pictures of this foot. Like, if you want to question what I know and what I don't know, <laughs> so keep this in the back of your mind. I love this so much. So I list her shoes, and they're worn, and they're white leather slides. Price to sell, fucked up, scratched up. I literally wrote, get your magic marker ready. (laughs) (laughs) Sold them for like seven or ten dollars. Okay. This chick bought them. And then uh, you can cancel an order within three hours of buying them. And sometimes people do, or they ask questions like, oh fuck, I should have asked this. Yeah. Or whatever. I'm not looking to trick you into no sale. Mm. And she goes, hey, I'm so sorry. I totally just bought these. And I didn't even ask you a very important question, which is, do these fit true to size? And I said, hi, thanks for asking. No worries. I said, they do fit true to size. Mm -hmm. Let me know if um, you'd like. To cancel them or not. Because right. she can cancel it or I can cancel it. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why I point that out is because I don't know what answer she's looking for to that question. Right. So She, I, she kind I of answer- left that open-ended. Yes. <clears throat> and that is how people ask. People be like, hey, do these run large or small? Or, you know, they don't say what they're looking yeah. for. So I'm pointing out that she said, hey, do these fit true to size, which is the size they were, which was a seven and a half. And they did. And that's also our friend's shoe size. And yeah. She wore them. Yeah. And um, it was like a very ba- – like I know my shoes. And you're I like, yeah. I also measure – so I also measuring tape every shoe Oh, too. wow. So it's a pair of shoes. Now, I've ordered shoes on Poshmark, and they've come, and they don't fit. But if they're marked a size 10, it ain't a bitch's fault if they don't fit because mm-hmm. that's how shoes work. Yeah. Everyone knows shoes are wild. 
Yeah, I go from a six and a half to an eight. Totally. My feet are freaky as shit. Totally. I have I have nine and a half, tens, and ten and a half, mm-hmm. but I'm a ten. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I'm like so a seven and a half. She writes back like, thank you so much. So she gets the shoes. And they clearly don't fit her, I guess. And so she she files to return them. Um, or like, but the thing is, is you can't just return something because it doesn't fit. You can't do that on Poshmark. It's not Amazon. You can be upset. So she made it sound like I tricked her into buying them. So this is what she said. She was like, I asked this seller if these fit and she just told me that they were true to size and I bought them and she lied to me. And so she attaches a picture of her foot in the shoe. How big, how far out of the shoe her was her foot? Her foot is in the shoe. Her so foot is fit. in the shoe. So they her, fit her. Yep. So her foot in the shoe is that she attaches. She said, look. So she wears a seven and a half. I couldn't put my foot in that shoe. Okay. So, I'm so, she, and she wrote back, I always ask. So she wore this big, long, nasty, nasty. And she's like clearly accusing me of lying instead of being like, hi, I'm so sorry. These don't fit. Mm-hmm. Instead of like opening a claim yeah. that I lied to because her. Because apparently, so clearly she knows, not apparently, clearly she knows she can't return something if something doesn't fit properly. Correct. Like you just said, through Amazon. So now she has to come up with this entirely yes. wild People will make story. up stories so they're able to. I, I'm pretty sure I've had someone cut a hole in a pair of of yoga leggings before to be able to return them. Really? Yes. Oh, yes. my God. People are wild. Aren't they crazy? Yes. And it's nuts. So this chick is saying, and she wrote, I always ask before, and she told me they would fit, and she lied to me, and look at my big, fat fucking foot in this <laughs> shoe attached. Because you have to show evidence of this problem. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I wrote back, like, I'm so sorry that you're dissatisfied with your um, purchase, but um, like I said, I they do fit true to size. Like, and you know, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, I know this foot better than any other fucking foot in the whole fucking Absolutely. world. And it's a pair of like, like white, like Vans, like slip on like shoes. Mm-hmm. And she's worn them. That's the thing is if Lydia had given me shoes that don't have anything, like never been worn, then I would, or I would write back. I literally answer things. Honestly, I'll say, I don't know. Or I'll say they're marked as a seven and a half. So yeah. this, so I wrote back. I'm getting getting sassy, right? I'm getting heated. So I write back to this chick and I said, "Let's be clear. You didn't ask before you bought these. You bought these all on your own, mm-hmm. on your own volition. Mm-hmm. You bought them and you read the description. I'm yep. assuming. And then you asked me how they fit, and I told you honestly how I think they fit. And at no point did I trick you, lie to you, or make you buy them. Let's be clear. You bought them on your own. Absolutely. Like so, I was pointing out that she was pretty much saying like i always she ask. was backing you into a corner yeah and i'm like you don't always ask let's be clear you didn't yeah so you're actually lying right now yeah you literally said i just bought these and now i'm questioning on whether or not these fit like that's literally how you started yeah. the story and so she it's like canceled them yeah. too. after yeah and i would i don't want to ship you things you don't want that you're going to complain about absolutely i cancel orders that people don't want all the time mm-hmm. it's not a big deal like, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. So then she writes back, like, because you can tell she's psychotic, clearly, because she has nothing better to do than to do this and fight on Poshmark and flag me as a liar. Sick. <laughs> Sick. And she writes back, see, 
Like, <laughs> she, like, thinks that I've proven some part of her point. She's like, that's uh, yeah, why yeah. I always ask if it fits beforehand because of people like you, like, da-da-da-da-da. And she keeps going on and on and on. And I wrote, what the had, fuck? Yeah, and I had to, like, block her and deal with all this stuff. And I had to point blank right back to her, like, I am not responsible for your comfort in a pair of shoes. Absolutely. And there is a possibility that sometimes things don't fit, mm. but I stand true to my word that they do fit true to size and that your foot just doesn't fit in these shoes. That's how thrifting works. Mm-hmm. Like I put a whole like like up yours. Yeah. Because I have ordered shoes that are a size 10 that were far too big for me. The chick shipped them on size on time, listed them properly. And that just happens. Yeah. So you know what I did? All shoes are made differently. I just accepted the order. I didn't even give her five stars. I gave. I just didn't do a review. I just accepted the order, so she got her money. And guess what? I resold them. Bam. Poshmark has a button. You don't even have to take pictures. You click reposh. Crazy. She could That's reposh cool. those white shoes. That's cool. She could click reposh on them, get the same money back that she paid for them, and right at the bottom, run small. Crazy. She could use the box they came in. Wow. And ship them. And just put tape back on them. Mm-hmm. Wow. What a fucking psychopath. Is this the story you've been wanting to tell me for like 10 it's years? just one kind of person. Yeah. that's. I had to pick like who's the worst kind of person there is. That's it, some shit, dude. And it's the one who blames other people for their problems instead mm-hmm. of just like sometimes things don't work. Yeah. Like sometimes they just don't work. It wasn't. It wasn't a situation where I sold a size five shoe. Yeah, and it was a seven. Yeah, you're and not being you're not being shady here and listing something no improper to get the yeah. sale. And this isn't like that. Okay, remember that one time you ordered clothes on Amazon for oh my those god clothes that yes. but they actually were baby clothes and you mm-hmm. couldn't return them. So sometimes that does happen, right? Like you buy like a double extra large and a small comes. Yeah, and you're like, what the? You're like, why can my ankle only fit through <laughs> why these pants? Why is my ankle. These are a size ninety-five. Yeah, those, all those items are still for sale on my Poshmark because too. they're the weirdly, worst. They're, I'm like, says size large, fits like X X S S S P for petite. Fits, it fits mice. <laughs> this is my mice clothes section. <laughs> so I just wanted to like extra special call out that bitch because I really love that she was questioning my integrity of. Not only lying to her, but then also as if I don't know the foot, the foot that of which it was on. And right. she said, she said, have you ever worn these shoes before? I highly doubt that you are actually a size seven and a half. I want to see you attach a picture of you wearing this shoe. That's literally what she wrote back. I, Isn't that crazy? I loathe her. And I wrote back to her. I'm like, I am not going to talk about my foot. In your complaint for this shoe. Absolutely. I literally said, we're keeping my foot out of, out of your mouth. Problem. Yeah. <laughs> Take my foot out of your mouth right now. Wow. That was part of my big thing. Like, you don't. Okay. So let's say you buy something on Poshmark. You don't like it. You don't say like, let's see you wear this sweater. I want to know. That's what like, the sweater. Like, that's kind of creepy super, to say something like that. I felt Let like me see you yes. in those clothes. Like, that's. Really Psycho. creepy, degrading, psychotic, sassy. sassy. I feel like she's trying to find me on Instagram. Like, I'm afraid she was going to, like, Ugh. yell at me there. Find us on Karma San Diego Podcast. Like, that last. Find us. I got my mob that- jacket on. <laughs> I'm about to fuck you up, oh dog. Oh, my God. We've only had one person come at us, but H handled it. 
I'll fuck you up. That's right. I'm on that shit. Speaking of, I'm kind of like deterring, but I feel Please. like this is in association to yes. what you're saying about like people love to be the victim. People like mm. to play the victim. It makes them feel something. It makes you feel important, you know? Um, this guy's more of an acquaintance. He owns a pizza business. And uh, he posted on his Instagram a review that he got on Yelp that said, this place is not gluten-free, not vegan-friendly, um, false advertising, like shit like that. And he literally wrote back in the response and he was like, never once have I ever said that we have gluten-free options, that we have vegan options, and that we have like dairy-free options. This is the- So this isn't even something he's advertising yeah. that he has. Yeah. He's like, I straight up say- all of the gluten, all of the dairy, all of the meat. Like, never, ever, ever have I once said this. And this person, like, and it's just, like, this ongoing thing where it's just, like, false advertising. This lady's just, like, bitching. And I was, like, watching it, and I was, like, referring back to our um, episode, the customer isn't always right. Like, just because you fucking complain about something and you think that you should be right because you're the customer, like, get a fucking reality check yeah. because you're not the world... At- the situation at all yeah and the world's kind of changing honey yeah. like we're not doing this yes sir yes ma'am anything no. you want because you have the money and you're buying my products no. like get the fuck out your money is no good here at this point like you can't make me feel bad for not accommodating you it's on you you're also not allowed to give a review on something you can't order or use or try absolutely you, you can't give a bad review on something you can't eat yeah you cannot walk into a restaurant and be like i have this 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 and this allergy what can i eat here no you have those and allergies he honestly tells you nothing because he doesn't want to contaminate you because he actually cares exactly and as a person in the food industry we have to be on it on it constantly we have to tell you we are not gluten free mm-hmm. because this was made in a gluten like a gluten facility a gluten factory. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean. So it's like, yeah, my product is gluten free, mm-hmm. but there is a slight chance you may get cross contamination. Totally, you may because and it's not made in a facility where there's nary a glute inside. Nary a glute <laughs> is not an option. As a person with food allergies, I had never once expect a restaurant to cater to that. And I would never leave a small business a bad review for doing exactly what they offer. That's some shit. I like for example, there's an amazing glutenathon place called STP. It's mm. um, in Claremont and it's a burger joint. Ooh. And it's like kind of like a motorcycle bar too. And they have phenomenal food. My whole entire family eats there. We all love it. There is nary a thing I can eat in there. And I'm not going to order off menu and make them cater to my bullshit. I will get, like, one of their side salads that comes with a burger. Yeah. So I'm not there there empty-handed and I'll drink. But I love them and what they do. And I'm not going to waste their time and, like, Why do people just expect... I'm vegan and I'm at your burger restaurant. Yeah, why do people just expect that we can just accommodate everybody? People would come into the high dive sometimes with their own burger patties. Be like, can you put this on on the grill? Absolutely what? not. What? Absolutely not. That is so illegal. If the health no. department came, we'd be shut the fuck down. People used to do shit like that all the time, bring in their own jars of jam for breakfast. I'd be like, get he's like pulling out a thing of smuckers. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, guy. Like, what are you doing? Smuckers. 
Like freaky deaky. I have left one ever in my entire life. I've left one bad review on a Yelp. Mm. It was for Hammond's Gourmet Ice Cream Shop in North Park. And the only reason I wrote a bad review was because Kendra and I had gone there to get ice cream, obviously. The sign very clearly says gourmet ice cream. So in my head, I'm thinking handmade everything. I'm thinking scratch-made whipped cream, like fancy chocolate sauce like i'm thinking bouge i'm thinking gore fucking may like that's what i'm thinking we get there and obviously teenagers work at ice cream shops duh yes it takes forever to get somebody to notice us they're like in the back on their phone i don't fucking know we're the only people there we order ice cream sundays she pulls out a ready whip for the whipped cream and hershey's chocolate syrup i was immediately just like and it was like a ten, twelve dollar uh, Sunday, and I was like, "This is ridiculous!" Like, we got it, and that's fine. But I wrote the review saying that I was very unimpressed at the fact that you are a gourmet advertising gourmet, absolutely ice cream shop, and you have ready whip whipped Cold cream. Stone does better than that. Cold Stone. Starbucks makes their own whipped cream. <laughs> you know what the ingredients are? Cream and sugar. Literally. That's it. Two ingredients. You know how much that costs? Pennies. Cheaper than the ready whip. Absolutely. Wow. I was No, that's what I have left many shitty reviews. That was my only one. How's your sugar? It's good. It's because I've been chewing so much. I gotta Got them calories burning. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, I've had a lot of, obviously I've had a lot of poor experiences with we all have before, but um, it's mainly people that assume that I'm trying to trick them That's up. to buy that one pair of shoes. It's like, girl, I got a thousand items in my shop. I don't give a shit. Yeah. And Poshmark has always had my back when it comes to like customers being crazy. Yeah, because you're like a star employee of their company. <laughs> totally. You're like on the like leaderboard. I wear the leader hose in. <laughs> This one chick was like, yeah, these jeans seem really stretched out, so I'm going to have to return them. Thanks. And it's like, you can't. You can't. Yeah, this isn't Target. Yeah. And stretch jeans have a look and a feel to them and have pictures. Mm -hmm. And they were brand new jeans. Yeah. She even wrote, the seller probably didn't even notice, but these are stretched out. There's no stretching. No. They fit. True to size. It's so funny because at thrift stores, they give you a receipt, but um, you still can't return stuff. Like, all sales final. Oh, yeah. I think they must do it for, like, a tax write-off. It is a tax write-off. But it just, like, blows my mind that Poshmark is very similar Mm -hmm. to a thrift store. Mm -hmm. And if you've ever shopped in a thrift store, you can't go and return. Like, I bought a shirt, actually, yesterday. Didn't try it on. Tried it on when I got home. Too small. So now I own this shirt. And guess what? I'm going to give it to you. Yep. And when you sell it and get rid of it. It's going to be great. And you get over it and you cut your losses. I think people are just lazy. Where are you? Like, what? What planner are you living on? Because people are used to going to Target, buying a ton of shit, trying it all on at home, half oh. of it not fitting, and then returning it. That's they, a thing. We've created, yet again, corporations have allowed us to be these people mm-hmm. where it's like, I don't want any of this stuff I just bought. I spent mm-hmm. $300 at your mm-hmm. store, but I actually don't want any of these mm-hmm. things. And you regret it. Uh-huh. I have another example of 
how to handle something like this. Okay, I typed in guitar strap because I'm trying to get my stepdad a guitar strap because he built his own guitar. Dope. And I didn't read the description properly, and I bought um, like this beautiful beaded thing that was just it was just essentially a it wasn't a guitar strap it was just a long strap with nothing attached to either end mm-hmm. with no hookies it wasn't meant for a guitar. And in the description, the reason why I came up when I looked for it is because she said, this is a crafting piece that would be great for something like a guitar strap Mm. or whatever. So I remember thinking, fuck, that's lame. Like, I should have read the description all the way. I also remember looking through the pictures and really thought it would look like a guitar strap. So the first thing I think is, maybe I can make one. Yeah. Once it comes. Or actually, that makes sense. Like, beaded, beaded guitar straps don't make a lot of sense in... It might be uncomfortable. And when you adjust it, you can't adjust beads. Yeah. It has to just be one little piece. And two, I'm not going to ruin this. This woman did not advertise it as a guitar strap. Correct. So what the first thing I did was I checked to see what she had listed, knew that I wasn't paying attention. And yeah, I was bummed. But, but then you can repurpose it and maybe yeah. use it for something else. And if I don't have anything nice to say, I don't have to give her a five-star review. And I don't have to. You can just let it be. Yeah. It can just be delivered. Yeah. You don't have to. It's so just you're like saying Amazon. you can just like move on and just like let it be and <laughs> mm-hmm. like just go on with your life and not have to ruin somebody's mm-hmm. day? Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. I would be like, that's fucked up. She wrote the word guitar strap in here and it wasn't a guitar strap and that's not what I ordered because that's what not what I need. So I'm going to have to return this. The world is like not out to get you. I like just don't yeah. understand. And I can see that person doing that. Absolutely. People are ridiculous on. I love these burnt ones. Can you guys hear the burnt? There's like skinny pop, but with burnt edges, it's the best. I fucking love skinny pop. They should sponsor us. I'll be needing to take insulin once this episode's over. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'd be, we'd be, we'd be eating a little bit of chug. Um, I have a story for you that happened at Salvation Army the other day. I'd love to hear it. And it pissed me the fuck off. Like, really hard. I, like, clearly it happened, like, five days ago, and I'm still, like, not over it. And I need to. But let me tell you some shit. So, I walked into the Salvation Army, saw a vase that I was going to buy for you. Because I was like, Kelly. Saw it, and I was, like, immediately drawn to you. Picked it up. The tag on the bottom said 99 cents. I was like, tight. Found a little... Like, shell chandelier thing. I have, like, a million of them. I had to buy another one, of course. Absolutely. And uh, grab that. That also didn't have a tag on it. Well, it that one just didn't have a tag on it. Excuse me. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to buy these two items. And we don't know how much this shell thing is, but I'm assuming it's not more than $10. You know? Yeah, $5.99. You're like, sure, I'll take it. Yeah. So I get to the front, put the vase down, put the shell down. And she goes, oh, no, this vase is not 99 cents. And I was like, okay, well, the tag says 99 cents. She's like, oh, no, that's completely wrong. That's not supposed to be there. And I was like, well, there's no. That's what it says, I was like, it says that. And there's no other tag on there. It's not like I switched tags. I literally walked in, was in there for two minutes, saw that, and went straight to the counter. I wouldn't have even had time to, like. It's not your fault that that had the wrong. It was completely mismarked, if that's the case. Yeah. So she goes, well, it's much more expensive than that. And I was like, well, how much is it then? Yeah. And she goes, um. Oh, 
She's gonna make it up now. Twelve ninety nine. Just like literally creates a price, and I was like, so within the ne- the last four seconds, you just went from a ninety nine cent thing to twelve dollars. You're charging this is, just went up twelve times. I I was in shock. I was like, oh no, I'm not buying bitch. that. Okay, and then what was her fucking price for the shell thing? The I shells were her. like they were five ninety nine. That's so funny you said that. That's they were five ninety nine for the that shells. With the base that fucked up. Home. I was pretty pissed. I was like, so you created a price for both of these items, even though only one of them had a price tag on them, and the other one had a fucking price mm-hmm. tag on it, mm-hmm. a straight up mm-hmm. tag, mm-hmm. and I was like, not about to start a sitch because I'm not like that, but. She should have honored it. This is yeah, a... you have to honor it. You it's have cha- to. And it's a chain, too. It's not like this was a mispriced, small mom-and-pop handcrafted You got jug. that vase for fucking free. Free. Give it to me for 99 cents because that's... And vases are supposed to be 99 cents. And if you make a mistake, that's the whole thing. It's like when you buy a pair of Lululemons and no one knows it, so they're only three ninety nine. They get up to the counter like, oh, this was supposed to be in the designer section. It's like, yeah, but you didn't notice it and I did. Exactly. That's on you. You had your opportunity to put your tag on it, right? Mm-hmm. I stand by you where you're at. With that. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm a little salty about it because mm-hmm. I really, my mom, you know, you, me, my mom, Kendra, were avid thrifters. And every single person that I told, everyone said, that's pretty fucked up. And she should have absolutely honored that. And the mm-hmm. fact that, like, the lady that was checking next to her said the same thing and was like, oh, no, charge her more. I was like mystified Same. mystified because i've been to other salvation armies where they're like in favor of the customer so when i bought my buddha etched wood yes. post thing um it was outside like it had just been donated and i yep. brought it inside and the lady was like i don't know eight bucks that's probably worth 30 40 totally and but it's a thrift store exactly it's you're not you know how much this. a vase is at target 11.99 or 12.99 exactly dude. like your salvation army who do you think you are this i'm is, eating all of these no please do uh-huh. so that's what frustrates me about thrift stores nowadays is like they're trying to make a profit even though they're all non-profit organizations and i understand you have a quota you have to make make because you you decide what your salary is going to be because we have learned this with oh, the 401c3s yeah. We you know all about it. You design the salaries, you design the incomes for everybody. So you have to make a quota, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Regardless, you're a t- non-taxable organization. If you yes. don't make that quota, that's okay. You have a you have a budget for fuck ups. Because here's the, the deal: the government helps fund you, bro. Plan, plan to fuck up on Poshmark. Please have a budget and space in your mind for fuck-ups because it's going to happen. You're either going to ship something and it had a hole and you didn't know. Or you forget to add an item into your box. Or who knows? Something can happen. You You're also not going to gonna get the full price that you no. list it for ever. So get out of here. Get over it. Mm-hmm. I'll be able to, I'll have people that will list something for more than what it's worth because they'll even say, I need to make back the money I made on it. So if they bought something for 150 Dollars, they'll list it on Poshmark for one eighty. Yeah, fuck de- that. And deduct the f- because of the fees they'd have to get, and it's like, dude, just you're take lucky the loss. If you get seventy five. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you're saying no to that money. Yeah, like your ego is really holding onto it that tight. Like no one's gonna buy it. Absolutely. You got to cut your losses. You know, and just accept it because you'll get that one eighty back by selling other random tchotchkes mm-hmm. on your on your page. So it'll eventually accrue. To the value that you need, it just mm-hmm. might not happen on that mm-hmm. one item. Mm-hmm. 
Especially when people are buying shit secondhand. You're, you depreciate all of your objects, just like a car. Just imagine half. Half of the value, gone. Totally. It's owned by somebody. They've had it for 10 years in their closet. Bye. That's five cents. I don't care if it costs yeah. you $5,000. Like, there's just no way. Yeah. Unless it's Versace, mm-hmm. we don't care. It's still paying five bucks. Sorry, Versace. And Chanel or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Someone has an old vintage Chanel ashtray, and it's Ooh. beautiful, and they had it listed for 500 I'm And I'm like, you'd get 100 yeah. You'd get 100 if you listed it for that. Mm-hmm. So my final thing is my final Poshmark thing before we get into another small business you should support and steal it. <laughs> what if I forgot just the tip? Of what? The tip of the tip I was going to give you. I forgot it. Are we that stoned? I got to check my note card. I'm that. Hi. <laughs> Hi. It was just my little tip. I was good. It was so, you know what? Tune in next time. No, give what me a tip. tip. I can't remember it. This happened last time. I Why don't like, you write these things down? Because I look into your eyes. And if I actually listen to what you're saying, <laughs> I don't remember what I have to say. It's only when I completely ignore all of your jokes that I can remember what I'm saying. Sounds just and like my relationship. It's the worst. I'm just kidding. Well, I'll give you a small biz and maybe it'll get your gears going. I hope so. All right. Hit so us I'm with it. covered in popcorn. Okay. So my small business mm-hmm. today is the PB Local. And it's because not only did I get kicked out of that bar several times in my early <laughs> 20s, and did I have many a wild night there, but now in my almost 30s, they have started a quarantine farmer's market supporting small businesses. And I am eternally grateful. I've only done it twice now. And tomorrow I'll be doing it for the third time. And wow, I love I'm just elated by the camaraderie, by every single person in this small business. We are all making money on top of buying each other's stuff. Mm. I come home with a profit, and I come home with a bunch of cool shit. I make new friends. I have new customers that I had no idea I would ever have. And I'm meeting all of these amazing entrepreneurs that have started their businesses throughout quarantine or have had a little tiny business that they were a little bit nervous to allow flourish because Mm -hmm. they had other side businesses just like myself. Totally. And quarantine kind of pushed them off that edge to dive into their business and is now fully in their shit. And I'm just like, I'm honestly, it's such a fucking cool feeling and... I'm very grateful for the, the owners and the managers and everybody that works there. They're all so kind and so nice. And I'm just like so stoked to be a part of this little beach community. And we all know the beach is like my fucking home. So it's awesome to be like one block from the ocean and being around friends and new friends and creating new customers and this market and I think that they're going to continue to do this for as long as they possibly can and you know they're making money with their to-goes and doing their thing and we're making a little bit of money and enjoying the fucking sunshine the community vibe is so needed right now it feels so nice it's a it's a wild feeling and you know what it's not a busy market but it's fun and I make a little bit of money and 
I get to have a little Irish coffee while I'm there, oh and God, it's so I'm nice. boozing and grooving, and it's a nice It's a nice So this is like a, an appreciation, a thank you, and also support them. They are open for business, selling to goes, selling cocktails to go. Hell yeah. They're tight. Wow. Yeah. You guys want to hear me eat a whole bag of Skinny Pop? Yeah. I kind of pee. I did. <laughs> I know, huh? This episode's been real. It's been super. I remember what the tip was. Just the tip. Get it, girl. It's one of those, like, general tips for shoppers using Poshmark or eBay or anything like that. There's an offer button. So if you want to, like, offer a little bit lower, you click it, and you type in what you'd Why? offer, and you send it. And you can negotiate there. That's crazy. You can go back and forth. You can send off. Wow. It is tacky to discuss the price of something in the comments below the listed price. Mm. It's tacky. It is. What's the lowest you'll go? Will you accept $5? Will you this? I don't know. Will you that? Fucking do it and see what happens. Exactly. Wow. Grow a pair, an offer. You might get rejected. But a seller does not enjoy negotiating a lower price for others to see forever. Tackily. In, uh, and I get if you don't know how to use a site. If you're like 85, I can tell. <laughs> if you're old, that's different. The old people will write, I don't know how to send an offer on this. Can you help me? Or you can talk in a different comment box. Like click on, click on a different listing and talk mm -hmm. about it there. But I'm just saying like, let's say you see something for 80 bucks and you really want it for 50. Do not write, hey, will you take 50 for this? In the comments. Just you fucking suck. offer 50. Offer it. And you know what? You might get it. And for if you're 50. not really sure, then why are you? That's the worst kind of person that taking me to the tip. This is why I'm getting so angry. If someone asks me, hey, what's the measurement of this chest to chest, shoulder to length, wrist to that, waist to titty, <laughs> I literally don't reply because I know that they're so finicky, pinicky, whatever, and s need so many They're going to buy it and then try and return it anyway. Totally. That I don't even want that customer. Yeah. You're buying a used shirt, bitch. Like, mm -hmm. get your, put your measuring tape away. Yeah, because Unless it probably got stretched out yes. because the person before had big titties and yours are small. I will always. So it's going to fit you weird. Really weird. I will always measure permanently shaped items. I will always measure a purse, an inseam on a jean, a frame. That's smart. Normal. Am I going to measure a t-shirt? No. Mm -mm. Listen to yourself. It's a fucking t-shirt. <laughs> You're measuring. Am I going to measure this mini skirt? No, it's little. It's mini. It's tiny. <laughs> Come on now. What? Nay, nay. I also don't think that people realize how much of other people's things that you sell. I have like a thousand things. I'm not measuring for $4. You get, yeah, you get items from everybody Every kind of person, every size of person, mm -hmm. every kind of style. Mm -hmm. So you get everything. Like, your closet is literally mm -hmm. a store. You got air ting. You name it. Name something weird. I got it. Oh, was I going to name something oh. weird? I mean, I know you have, <laughs> like, freaky guys. I mean, the amount of shoes <laughs> that you feel. currently have just acquired... It's mind-blowing. It's amazing. There might be a few left when we're done with them. 
Mm. All right, dog. All right, we're going to go now because I got to go potty. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry bong miss. <laughs> <laughs> we love a bong miss. We love a bong miss. I need to take so much insulin. <laughs> I ate this whole bag. I'm so sorry. <laughs>